Walking down the street, he stumbles across a fight, breaks it up, only to find himself in the limelight. And just like that, overnight, he gains worldwide fame from Steve Harvey to LeBron James, Ibn Ali Miller. Let's meet the man behind the name. But before we begin the conversation, don't forget to like, subscribe, and hit the bell for notifications. Jazakallah khairan. Ibn Ali Miller. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. How are you feeling, man? Alaikum assalamu wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Alhamdulillah, I feel good, mashallah. Allah is kind. Alhamdulillah. How about you? Mashallah. I'm, I'm good, I'm good. I'm joined with my brother, Salam. Muhammad. Assalamu alaikum, brother Kamal. How are you going? Alhamdulillah, I'm doing well. It's an honor to be amongst such a giant. And then uh, Ibn Ali, he's also joining us. It's Alhamdulillah, I've got two giants with me today. No, no, no. no, no. I'm a giant. Sidi Kamal's a giant. No, 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 no. <laughs> Happy to be in the same room with him. You know, I'm actually in a lot of pain right now because I've been dying to meet you. Like ever since I seen the video, found out you're Muslim, I've been dying to meet you. And I've been, I've been actually like reaching out to you. I've been like sending you love hearts on Facebook and all that, but you never respond. And I'm like, this guy doesn't care about me or anything. And I'm just like, what's happening? So two things. One, I've been longing to meet you longer than you've been longing to meet me. Allah. That was a poem about Isa Salam. This is years before anybody knew who I was. And uh, we oh, used to sure. play that in the house every day. And I think That's at that cool. time, when Muhammad was coming up, you were coming up. There were a few other poets that I really, really, really enjoyed. And uh, But when I heard you and your piece about Jesus, Alayhi that, Salaam, that took the cake for me, mashallah. That took the cake. So I, I've yeah. been a fan for years longer. Do you know, everyone actually thought I was from America back then because I put on like a I fake accent. <laughs> Everyone thought I was from New York, but then I, they go, oh, this guy's actually from Sydney, Australia, this, this yeah, fraud, alhamdulillah. Fraud, no, we wouldn't dare go there. We wouldn't dare go there. <laughs> um, Ibn Ali, I wanted to ask you a question, and maybe this can be a lead up and a follow up to another question, but your name and, and the name you've publicized yourself is Ibn Ali. And as, a, as, as an Arabic speaking person, Ibn Ali, the son of Ali. So what is your name? What is your name? It's me, Ibn Ali. Ibn oh. Ali, but like the son of Ali, but do you have Not a, yeah? Oh Ibn Ali, uh, Allah, my mother and my Allah. father, they converted in like the uh, 1980s. Mm. So back then, uh, I'm from New Jersey, that's the East Coast of America. So th they didn't know like a lot of Arabic, they didn't have resources for knowledge. So like in my hood or, or in this, the city that I grew up in, it's very common for a boy to be named Ibn and then his father's name. Your father must have had uh, a good impact on you as well growing up. I really understand that. Um, unfortunately, your father passed away at the age of when you were one, uh, we believe. Now, now. Yeah. Uh, he, uh, uh, so, so my father, his name was Ali, Ali Abdullah. And my father, uh, he, was, he was a very, very, very strong young man in a very, very difficult time uh, on the East Coast. So, so my father, he didn't have his father and his mother had struggles. So he, he grew up very poor. And, and, and that led him to the street life. And, and the street life led him to Islam. Wow. And, and when he became a Muslim, like I have letters from my father. My father was in prison. Um, my father was in prison and he, he wrote my mother letters. This is before he died. He wrote my mother letters about the life that he wanted for us, right? Uh, the way that he, he intended to raise me to be a good Muslim, to learn my religion. And I, my mother gave me those letters maybe five, five years ago when I was maybe about 25, because she said oh, that for a long time in my life, she didn't think I would be emotionally you know, able to handle it. Hmm. So maybe around 25 or 26, she gave me those letters, a bunch of them. And I read them, read them, read them, and it was very clear to me what my father wanted for me, right? And and what and what he wanted for me was to, was to be a good Muslim man. And I'm not, I I haven't become that, but inshallah, before I die and and reconnect with him, inshallah, in Jannah, uh, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll do what he wanted he what he wanted me to do, inshallah. Well, I'm sure he would be proud. I'm sure he would be proud. You were saying that your father, Allah yarhamu, he was murdered at 20 years old. Naam. And from what I understand, it was your cousin who was also murdered. So you're like a man who's growing up in the city, Atlantic City. You've seen so much tragedy, so much pain. 
And for me, as a as a young Muslim growing up where I'm from, if I was exposed to such pain, that would break me. Mm. As it would any other normal person. As, as anyone yeah. else. How have you been able to just like take this pain, take this tragedy and I guess become stronger through this? Yeah. You seem unfazed by it in some sense. Well, I mean, I'm 31. So you're, so you're meeting me now and, and we're talking now, right? So, so I spent many years crying. I spent many years um, uh, going to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I spent many years. Um, mm. and, that, and honestly, there are some days even now, they are extremely hard for me. Mm. Like uh, my cousin that you're talking about, Shadi, mm. he died when I was 19. And, and, that, and that was the first murder. That was the first murder that that that, that uh, my age group that we experienced in our family. Mm. But over the last ten years, I've lost more cousins. Right? I have another cousin named um, uh, Taiwan uh, Marky, and I have another cousin named Chamsey. And they and they were they we were like I'm I'm very close to them, and they and, they, and they've been killed. So and then, not just those people, in my family, but then friends and family members of friends and cousins of friends and classmates right and neighbors mm. and relatives and so it's it's it's, it's a constant the, the, the murdering it's a cycle yeah it's a cycle mm. so it's not that we're unfazed maybe a little numb maybe a little numb mm. but 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 we're not unfazed we're, we're hurting bad but the, the the thing though is that if i truly believe in the prophet salam, uh prophet if I, if, I, if I truly believe in Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu and everything that he came with, then then that should give me some kind of ease in my heart. Mm. Mm-hmm. If I if I truly believe that if we follow the way of Muhammad Sallallahu that'll be our salvation, then mm. I should be able to forgive like Muhammad Sallallahu And so like even the person who killed who killed Shadi, he was released from prison recently, but he embraced Islam. He was in prison, he embraced Islam. So so. Will me and him ever be friends? No. But I forgive him and he's my brother in Islam now. What a powerful thing to say. Powerful. So the point that I'm making is if you were if you were put in our environment, you would survive, Habib. Because uh, why? Because you would have been put there by Allah. Hmm. You would have been given the tools that you need from Allah. Hmm. Right? And, and whatever, whatever, uh, wherever you arrive. Would have been a destination that was prescribed by Allah. Allahu Akbar. So you'd be That's fine. And, and you got a good gangster face, man. So <laughs> which one? Which one? Me or me or our brother? Both of us, both of us. No, no, no. Muhammad, Muhammad, we're we, we gonna keep you on TV, Muhammad. Keep you on TV, yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> man. Yeah, I thought so. MashaAllah. Kamal, he might bust out some raps on us and, and you know what Mashallah. I mean? Yeah, no, no, so my days are over. My days are over on the rap scene. I think the people want to hear it. Come you, out you, you actually touch on something really powerful. Like you were saying, the man who murdered your cousin comes out, goes to prison, hmm. accepts Islam, comes back. Now that's 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 a like powerful story in and of itself. But it's like a cycle we're seeing common that many people are, I think, even African American from the African American community, they're finding Islam within the prisons. No, it's always been like a, that. It's always been like that. So, like my, like the majority of the men in my family, a lot of them became Muslims before they went to prison. But it was being in prison. Uh, like, and this may sound crazy, right? Mm. This may sound crazy. So when you edit this, make sure you edit it right. Get the yeah. whole thing. <laughs> I don't want anybody saying like Ibn Ali's. He's down for the prison system because I ain't. I'm not down for mm. the prison, system, right? Mm. But though I we like I, my father's generation, they were gladiators, like real life gladiators. So when they went to prison, it was like a um, it was like a break from the battlefield, right? Mm. And there's there's no fitna, there's no woman, there's no money, there's no, no guns, there's no uh, boast, there's no, there's none of that. You're in prison, right? And another thing that happens when you're in prison, and we, and we heard our Sheikh say this, when you're in prison, the heart is soft and you're quick to repent. Mm. So, so, um. so, so, that, so the environment of a prison 
for someone who never had structure, right? Someone who never, uh, never took a break to think to himself, to think for himself, to be by himself. Like we have this aspect of the dean of seclusion. Yeah. But in the hood, you grow up in a house living with 20 people, sharing a bed with five people, right? Like mm. your cousins got to live there because they ain't got nowhere to stay. You never get seclusion. You go out on the block, the block's always popping. You go to like, mm. whatever you're doing is always, it's the hem, mm. right? Like there's always a lot. There's always mm. noise and crowdedness and there's always that, right? Mm-hmm. So you go to prison and now you're in this little box for 23 hours of a day. And, and, and at that time, 23 hours of a day, I'm in this box, I'm by myself, maybe one other human being, right? And for 23 hours a day, I have nothing to do but contemplate on my Lord. It's almost as if you are checking in and leaving your nafs outside the door. You're just leaving at the door. And now, like you're saying, you're entering this state somewhat. Yeah, yeah, of, like you just focus on your inner self. Yeah, and the prison, bro, they, they take your, when they, when they cuff you, Mm. They cuff your nuffs too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And crazy. I'm, I'm, I'm. In order to touch more on the prison system, it is modern day slavery. Mm. Period. So, so I'm not, I'm not. That's not what I'm taking away. It's modern day slavery. It's wrong, and the way they sentence people is wrong, right? It is mm. foul and it is wrong. It's slavery. Right. And if I tell you like how many years just the people in my own family received, and uh we were I was we were writing a book and inshallah it'll get published one day. Inshallah. And uh and the, and the point of this is uh I'm, what I would like to do is to attempt to show just how much time they receive from black and Hispanics in the prison system, just in our age group. Hmm. And if I take all the men in my family, right. From now, just going, I can go back to 1950. I can pull out a thousand years of uh, maybe not serve time, but on paper that they sentence you to over a thousand years. It's my own family. Mm. So imagine, imagine the guys next door, the guys across the, the guys across the street, the guys in the hood uptown, the guys on the other side of the city, right? And I, I live in a small city. So imagine uh, New York, right? Imagine LA. Mm-hmm. Imagine Philadelphia, imagine Detroit, imagine Chicago. How much time have they given these black men in these prisons? It's like modern day slavery. There's like that. that it is, movie, in fact, of course. The 13th. Yeah. They said they got rid of, they abolished slavery, but they reimposed it with what? With this prison Forced system. Labor. It's become a system. That, literally profiting from it, right? 100%. It's like the modern day slavery for the uh, most minor of crimes. They'll gather yeah. these. Me and Khalid did a song. We I never released it because I kind of gave up. On the music. Yeah, mm-hmm. now nah, that's the bro. May Allah bless him. I mean, yeah, Allah I bless mean. him. I mean, uh, may Allah help him and uh, may Allah Taala aid him and may Allah Taala uh, make him successful in this life and the next. I mean, I mean. So we did a song and and um and it's called Lost Boy and um a, a part of the verses I reference uh the Thirteenth Amendment, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like um. Um, uh, slavery is abolished, right? Unless if you commit a crime, right? But the only way for you to make a dime is for you to sell a dime. Mm. You get the point? Like they force you into the system. It's, bro, it's a, it's a corrupt situation, man. It's a bad oh, situation. But, so, so where am I at with it today? It's like, bro, Allah Ta'ala said he loved the oppressed. Mm. Mm-hmm. I can't cry about being oppressed. I can't mm-hmm. cry about that. Allah Ta'ala said he loves me because I'm being oppressed. Mm-hmm. Right? And, and, and for me, especially as a black man, it's like, what do I want? Do I want to be treated nicely? Or do I want Allah's love? SubhanAllah. And, and Allah's love, 100%. It's easy. Mm. And, if you're, and if you're oppressing me, then, then I'll be the recipient of Allah's love because mm. you oppressed me. So even if I'm messed up, I'm jacked up, I'm doing mm-hmm. bad, right? Everything they got it, they say about black guys, all the all the false media they show on TV about the culture, all that stuff, right? Allah loves us because we're oppressed. Subhanallah. Yeah, so for me, it's like from you uh, or from the oppressor oppressing us, you just made it easier for me 
to attain Allah's love. And and also another stronger bond is that we often hear, you know, God will never intervene between a prayer from the oppressed to the oppressor as well. So I think there's no there's no boundary, yeah, there's no no veil covering it. Mm. So you know, God is always Ah. with the oppressed in in the sense what you're saying. Do you know what I I kind of admire from your struggle is that you're absolving yourself from this victim mentality. Mm -hmm. You're saying, no, I'm not going to become a victim. Yes, the the circumstances may be against me, but I'm going to grow from this and I'm not going to let this victim mentality bring me down. And I found that, I guess, it's like a common pattern mm. within your circle and the da'wah of your your mashaykh and, and your imams, like Imam yeah. Amin Muhammad. You know, yeah. I was inspired by him, like some of yeah. his, well, Allah Akbar, like you see him as a strong man. And yes, the situation and the circumstances may be against him, but when it comes to like the way you carry yourself, the way your sheikh carries himself, it's like, strength upon strength and we're going to continue and you just continue to build yourself as I'm, well I'm, I'm nothing i'm nothing like how they are they they like imam amin is a man yeah you get the point like that's a man right allah make us men allah make us <laughs> true <laughs> man yeah i mean i mean i mean but i i think for me like my mother so imam amin is my father's age he knew my mother and my father when they were kids. So is, is anything that you see from me in that way, it came from my mother, my father, people like Imam Amin, and, and a host of other aunties and uncles that you're never going to know. You know? And the whole um, village, and, the whole village. Yeah, subhanAllah. And my, my, uh, my mom, she said, my father, he used to say, Allah, he used to always say, don't talk about it, be about it. Wow, heavy, right? heavy. So, so I, so I take that statement. Uh, that's like um, I try to live by that, right? Don't talk about it, be about it. Mm. So, in, so in the aspect of Islam, don't talk about it, be about it. Hundred percent, hundred percent. I think you personify that as well, uh, Ibn Ali. It's like what you see is what you get. There's no, there's no mask per se. Um, in this brief conversation we have, that we've seen you. Um, you know, I wouldn't think any different what you are in your public life than you are what you are in your private life as well, because I think that really discri- distinguishes a person um, who they what they act like in their private life and who they are in their public life. Because those who may appear like, really calm and really collected outside and you know say nice words, but then are and those who act like a dictator in their own homes, that those are two different people. Subhanallah. Mm-hmm. Now, um, I, and I can't I can't comment on anyone else but myself. But what I can tell you is that I have I have immense shortcomings. Uh, as we all do, as we all do. I have immense shortcomings. And um and may Allah Ta'ala help me with my shortcomings. And my, mm. and my family, uh, they're, they're very good with me, very patient with me, and, and, and we're a good, strong, uh, we're a team. And so oh, that nice. so that so that helps. Uh, and and you remember mean he used to say that like you should try to make um, your private life better than your public life. Allah. And if you can't make your private life better than your public life, then at least try to make them equal. Mm. Right? Like at least try to um, you know, at least try to make it equal. And I'm and I'm and I'm not saying I'm I'm that because my private life is far worse than my public life. But because of that, I I try not to have much of a public life anymore. <laughs> mm. mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I, like, Even off the grid, I, keeping it yeah, low I, yeah, I, I, I did this interview because I wanted to talk to Kamal. That's why I did this interview. And our brother Muhammad. For those who don't know, no, Jay. <laughs> you don't got to edit that out. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm, I'm serious, straight up. Well, I did it and I wanted yeah, to for me, that, that's like really comforting. And may Allah make us, you know, as we appear. As you're saying, yeah, this is something which, which messes with yeah. my mind as well. Am I as I appear? Am I in public as I am in private? And yeah. quite frankly, I, I don't think I am. But at wow. the very least, I don't want to be a hypocrite. I don't yeah. want to be like a polar opposite <laughs> of what I appear to be in public, you know? I think it was Umar mm. uh, who said that he kept asking the Prophet, am I a hypocrite? Am I a hypocrite? Am I a hypocrite? Yeah, Allah. Yeah, right? Allah. Am I, and this is Umar, they said, I'm like, yeah. like, he's constantly asking, am I a hypocrite? Am I a hypocrite? Am I a hypocrite? Yeah, yeah, am I a hypocrite? Right? So, and and then our teachers they told us the one who doesn't uh, accuse himself of hypocrisy, he's probably a hypocrite. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so, 
I think I think for us, like in, in today's time, because you because religious rhetoric, it can if you if you if you keep it and if 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 you don't put some context to it, then it'll just be some stuff that the prophet says, something that Umar mm. said, something from fourteen hundred years ago, and yeah. and we won't actually connect to it, right? Mm. But what that means is, like Umar kept asking the prophet, so I said, "I'm like, am I real?" Yeah, Rasulullah, am I one hundred? Subhanallah, he, he had Hudayfa bin Yaman. He had the list of all the hypocrites. Mm. He would say, "Oh, I'm, I'm scared. My name was on that list." And this bro. is Omar, radiyallahu an. The ilaha illallah. The thing Ooh, is, it's like, so the job for us today, man, is like, just be real, man. Yeah. Just mm. be real. And what I mean by saying being real is like, be, be who you are, where you're at. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And, and connect with Allah Ta'ala before you take another step. Because the Prophet is telling me, say, you take one step toward Allah, Allah Ta'ala takes 10 toward you. Allah. You walk to him, he will come running to you. Allah, Allah. Nam, nam. So that, yeah. so that, so, and that's Hadith Qudsi, that's like, that's like facts, mm. facts, facts, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? No, like that's facts, facts, Hadith Qudsi, facts, mm-hmm. right? So it's like, be, be real where you are, like uh, who you are, and be real where you're at. Yeah. And connect with Allah before you take a step. Subhanallah. Yeah. Right? And when you because when you take that step, if it's toward Allah, you know, I, I guess what you're saying, and, and and I hate to bring this up because I I feel like you probably don't want to speak about it, but that video from four years ago, I think that's what resonated with so many people. It's because oh, yeah. it's it's not someone just quoting a hadith. Like there yeah. are many a hadith on the virtues of reconciling between two people. We can quote them from now until the end of time. But to actually do that. And embody them as well. Embody that. I think that's what resonated with people. And, and, and uh, as I heard from a previous interview, you didn't even know someone was recording. But no. today, people are recording themselves doing good deeds in hope that that would make them famous. In hopes was, that that would make them famous. And yours was different. You, yours you was have, like the complete course. opposite. Of course. And, and, and you were saying on another interview, you were, you were just like doing a class yeah. with, with uh, Sheikh Yahya wrote us and then you just stumble across this and it's like, bam. It's like real life Islam. And that's what people yeah. admire. Um, the pro- yeah, the program was from Al-Maqasit, may Allah Ta'ala, in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Uh, may Allah Ta'ala make Al-Maqasit very successful, alhamdulillah. Mm-hmm. That's Sheikh Yaya's, uh, his institution there. And so he had an online program, uh, 40 days. I, ha- I had his class in the morning and then another class with him for Roha after Asr. So the person I was in class with directly at that time as uh, a brother who studied in Tareem, his name is Ustad Hassan Petrus. So mm-hmm. he was teaching us like um, uh, 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 40 Hadith of Imam Anobi, Arabi right? So he was teaching us that and, uh, and we were learning, we were literally, we were literally learning in the Malak Malu Biniyat. In the Malak It's the first one. It's the first, yeah, we were, that's, Allah, that's where Allah. we were like, and so for me on the inside, on the inside, I think to myself, right? Like, now that I've had time, some years to think about it, because that changed my life. I can't mm-hmm. lie, it changed my 100%. life. So, but where was my intention, right? So some days for myself, I, I try not to take the credit, for intending to do uh, what it came out to be that day, mm. right? I can't, I didn't intend for it to be all that it was. Qadr Allah, this is the nah, decree of nah, Allah. Allah nah, wants you to be there. It's just, you know, like, uh, react, like reaction, moving through, I'm coming through, I'm busting the right, I'm busting the left. See these guys, they tripping, stop tripping. Get back in the car, I leave, right? Even when I leave, I'm oblivious, bro. bro. Right? I'm not I'm not thinking about nothing. Another day in the hood. Another day. Right? Yeah. And uh my my mom, she called me from work at the hospital, right? And uh and she was like, uh, there's some people who want to talk to you. I said, What are you talking about? 
He said, yeah, they're at my job. I'm like, who? She said, the news. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so that, yeah, 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 yeah. And, that, and that, it, so that's yeah. how I found out. And then, so I was like, nah, mom, I think just maybe they got the wrong person or, you know. She says, no, 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 no. She says, were you fighting or something? And I was like, nah, <laughs> I didn't fight nobody. I didn't fight nobody, right? <laughs> so I can't take credit for, like, like, I didn't intend to, like, you know, be the guy in the viral video. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right time, right place. It was a yeah. viral moment. Allah just wanted yeah. it to be and that's it was. Life, man. Like, that's like, like, our whole life is like that, though. You know? Mm. And, and a lot of people, like, that that one instant, it showed me that I've had so, uh, so many other moments in my life that maybe physically, maybe physically it didn't come out to be like millions of views and this and that, but like meeting certain shiuk, visiting certain sacred places, like we've all had those big, big moments in our life that sometimes we don't even realize. Allah. You know? And like, and, 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 th- th- and that, I mean, I-, I can go on a tangent about like instant gratification, social media, this, that, you know? But I don't, I don't want to down talk social media because it has its place. And if we do right with it, mm. it'd be a good thing, you know? But even on that topic, um, you know, we, as Brother Kamal, we were talking about discussing yesterday, is that even now when you speak, you are really speaking to what you've already taught us in a sense um, with your, you know, trying to be like the Shi'ur, um, embodying the characters, the characteristics of the Prophet But even in these moments, even though you could call, you could call it 15 uh, minutes of fame, right? I think LeBron James was retweeting it. And then of course you appeared on the Steve Harvey show, but you haven't really attached yourself to that because I think even with social media and what we find now is that people attach themselves to something that's not even, can't even sustain itself, no. which is which is a really, really- Fake fame. Of course. Mm-hmm. But like you said, right time, right place. And, you know, think how you're going to act. I think it's clear here and for our viewers at home, that whenever you walk or whenever you speak, you're always in the audience of one, regardless of the cameras or regardless of the microphone. You're always speaking in that comfort of one, which is a very beautiful and Indian quality, which it's lovely to see. To be honest, I can't even, um, I can't even comment on that. I, I agree 100%, CD. I agree. <laughs> you know, you know, things like public and private, you're always in that company of one. You actually, you actually said Ibn Ali. Uh, one of your quotes was like, "You understood it was a fifteen minute, you know, fifteen minutes worth of fame, and you wanted to use all those minutes for your mother and giving mm-hmm. honor to your mother." But at the same time, I, I personally can't help but say, you use those minutes for Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala as well. Yeah. And you know, there's sometimes that they do go synonymously when you give thanks to Allah, you give thanks to your parents, uh-huh. like. I don't want to talk about Steve Harvey, but I have to. You made me proud, like when when I saw you go out there in full sunnah, like the 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 kufi, Mm. all white, and it's just like, make no mistake, I am a Muslim and I'm representing my faith, you know, up up on stage right here, right now. That was, I guess, a a deliberate choice on your part. Am I right? No, because you know, you know what, like, so where I'm from. Like, you know how, like, you know how, like, guys wear, like, a three-piece suit? My man's got the tie. He's got the vest. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, right? mm-hmm. Maybe maybe blue. Nice tie with the brown shoes, with the socks, right? Yeah, he's got yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Cufflinks, right? Cufflinks. You know, he's, he's like, you know what I mean? So, like, where I'm from, like, if I'm going to go on TV, I got to dress my absolute best. Allah. What's the best thing I got? I mean, like the top of the line, like better than Gucci. What do I have? I got my white robe and my kufi. That's what Allah, I got. Allah, beautiful. That's beautiful. it. You know, so it's so like for me, like, and because even going on TV like that, I wasn't trying to be like, I can't explain it, man, but I wasn't trying to be like. Putting up a front in some sense. Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't trying to make like this. So again, about those intended actions. Mm. When I when I wore those clothes, I wore those clothes because those are the clothes I wear. Mm. Mm-hmm. 
right? And and even like in the viral video, my mom wanted me to do something. Like I just threw my clothes on, my little work boots, some work pants, my jacket, you know, and hit the door because uh, what I had to do was like a little physical for my mom. So I just put my work clothes on. And, um, but yeah, like, so that white thobe, like I had like two of them at the time. I wear them every day. <laughs> you know sure, what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, I'll put better cut in there. But you've you've talked about um studying with under Sheikh Yahya and attending his courses. Um you, there's a lot of you have a lot of respect for your teachers. What 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 has one takeaway message been from the key figures in your life under the Shiyoh that stuck with you to this day? So so now I live in Detroit and I'm studying directly under Sheikh Abdul Karim Yahya. Mm-hmm. He also he studied at Dar Mustafa. And um, so I received, I received different things from different teachers. Right? So Imam Amin, he told us that a Sufi is the son of the moment. Right? Right? So, and, and, and he lives by that. And, and that's something that he really, he pressed on us. You got to be in the moment, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and he also... Um, Imam Haddad used to say, Jahid to Shahid, right? Struggle and your witness. And, and, and with that, and Imam Amin also told us from Imam Haddad that uh, the dawah will always be packaged for its time. So in the time that we're in, we have to do dawah for the time that we're in. It's not going to look how dawah looked 30 years ago, 40 years ago, 50 mm-hmm. years ago. It's not going to look like that. It's going to look how dawah looks today. And the way that dawah looks today is not going to look that way 20 years from now. Right? Mm. So, 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 so those are some key things I got from Imam Amin. Sheikh Yahya, Sheikh Yahya Rodas, when that viral video happened, I used, to, I used to visit his community a lot. So Sheikh Yahya knew me. We knew each I, I, before all of this stuff happened. Mm. So before like that whole video, I was already with the teachers that I'm with. Alhamdulillah. Right. And we I was we were trying to do, I was trying to do it. Um, and one thing that Sheikh Yahya taught me, he said there's a difference between a ripple and a tidal wave. Wow. I understood after some time that fame is a test. Just like money, mm. just like woman, right? Fame is a test. And there's a difference between a little ripple, 15 minutes of fame, and a tidal wave. Mm-hmm. Right? And, and, and he never said explicit, explicitly to me that this is something that I have to overcome. But I understood that, okay, this is a test from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I got I to gotta overcome this test. Mm-hmm. So, so Sheikh Yahya, he, he, in a lot of ways, he, he saved me in that aspect. Because I, I was going to go head on. You know how I mean? many people have we seen fame destroy? Mm. But one know. of the, the greatest safeguard, I guess, safeguarding mechanisms is to have someone of an authority, a spiritual authority, a to supervisor, someone to just put you back into place. Mm. Hold on, homie. You know, don't get caught up. You're, you're a bit famous now, but just like keep um, yourself grounded and that's like one of the beauties of having that like, i was gonna yo me like, and carla could have did an album bro like mm-hmm. like there was some serious opportunities out there bro right and mm-hmm. like i'm, I'm only men- james yeah like i'm mentioning like bro like record deals like record labels movies like th- there's so much they'll throw at you mm-hmm. you know but the thing is, though, is that they'll throw it at you, but what they want is a piece of you, right? And I'll do business, but you can't have a piece of me, though. You can't have a piece of me, bro. You yeah. can't have a piece of me, bro. I think so, that's, that's a beautiful thing uh, as well. Uh, in the sense that when you're with your teachers, um, with the things that they've taught you as well, but with my experience with the Shiok as well, is that even if you don't come with a pen and paper, what you're always going to remember is the way that you, they made you feel. And I don't know if you had the pleasure of being in the presence of Imam Zaid Shakir. May Allah elevate um, his presence. No. He's, he's a beautiful man. And every he's time you're with him, you know, he would, he would give me a handshake. He would hug me in. And he goes, Muhammad, how, how you been? How you been? And I swear to you, he will make you feel 
that you're the only person on earth to ever exist. And that's a characteristic of the Prophet. <laughs> and that's how you know these people are of meaning. You know? When I met Imam Z, when I met Imam Z, Imam Amin, him and Imam Amin did a, uh, maybe like 2014, right? Him and Imam Amin, they did like a um, like an event together, right? They did an event together in New Jersey. And that's how I met Imam Z. And um, when I met him, I felt like, okay, this this has to be what it feels like to meet uh, Imam Malik, Rahimahullah, Malcolm X. Right? Like, this, like this has to be what that felt like. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, so uh, may Allah Ta'ala preserve Imam Z, Hafidullah, uh, and all of his shayuk, all of his contemporaries, and, and, and all of his students. I mean, yeah. and then lastly, not lastly, but mm. I guess like in a uh, in the context of teachers, uh, Sheikh Abdul Karim Yahya, he, he may have been the most, he may have had the like the strongest like imprint on me than uh, anybody else. Yeah. And uh, he like. Like his whole thing is the way of Muhammad. Sorry, what's up? What did Muhammad do? How does Muhammad do it? And and that having the uh having the opportunity to um to have the companionship to be in the company of someone who is, uh, it's like he's always in the company of Prophet Muhammad Like, but yeah, may Allah Ta'ala bless Sheikh Abdul Kareem and uh, all of his teachers and uh, all of his students. I mean, you have a lot of, lot of love. Uh, you have a lot of love for the Sheikh. And I think in one of your lessons, I recall you were saying, who, lo who loves your brother? Who, who would die for your brother? Like, Yep, me, unequivocally, I would die for my brother. And he said, you know, even if you have a relation with your own blood brother, the Prophet is your brother as well. He's closer than that. Bro, this this bro, this bro, dean is a, is this is, the whole affair is love, bro. 100%. Like everything between the Prophet and his Lord, right? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is love. This whole, Allah ta'ala created us because how much he loved Muhammad like how like how much does your Lord love you? He created a whole entire humanity for you out of your life. So, like, may Allah Taala really give us to be with. Uh, may Allah Taala give us to be with Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Amen. May Allah allow us to embody the, the sunnah of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam in our lives and be representatives Amen. of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam in our, in our manners, in especially the way we carry ourselves. Not only in speech, but in no, conduct as well. Especially in private and in the home. Mm -hmm. Definitely. May he make us like Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. 100%. Amen. Amen. Sorry to get a little, like, no, no, this is this is beauty. What more beauty do we need than, than speaking about the love for the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam? He's, he's the it's one like who if says... I, if I didn't have the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, I would be a victim. Hmm. I would be a slave. I'd just be some orphan who's, whose father got killed in the street. Right? No, no. Some guy from the hood who keeps losing all of his friends. Right? Guy, didn't, I didn't finish college, right? None of my friends, some of my friends didn't even go to college, right? No one's making money. No, like we would just be messed up if we didn't have Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. But it's like, like I got Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, right? So like, like the person who's oppressing me, what do you have? Mm -hmm. I have Prophet Muhammad. That's what I have. What do you have? You know? And because I have him, I have everything. You, you can't take nothing from me. You can't take nothing from me because I have Prophet Muhammad If you took the whole world from me, you didn't take anything from me because he already denounced the whole world. I still have him and you can't take him from me. And, and, and knowing that he loves me because I follow him and I never saw him and knowing that I'm his little brother 
because I follow him and I never saw him. And to know that he's concerned for me, to know that he's thinking about me, to know that he wants good uh, for my well-being and my family, to know that he's waiting to meet me, it's, uh, alhamdulillah, it's inspiring. It's inspiring. It's inspiring to know that he knows me. I know that he knows me. You know, when I send salam, right, when the Prophet Muhammad, when I send salam, he returns salam back to me and my father Ali. Wow. And my father, my father Ali Abdullah, he got killed in the street. When the Prophet is giving him salam every time I send salam on the Prophet. I don't see no issues. And in Quran, Allah Ta'ala, he explained that you will be tested with your with uh with uh with what you love, right? With uh lost, with death, like uh loss of like harvest and crops, like loss of money, death. Mm -hmm. You'll be mm -hmm. tested with these things. It's just tests. Just like we spoke about fame being a test, all those things you lose is a test. It's a test. And may Allah Ta'ala give us to uh to pass the test. Maybe we don't get an A. Maybe we don't get 100%, you know? But if we just pass, we just pass, Alhamdulillah, we'll be safe. SubhanAllah. That's, that's so beautiful. That's so beautiful, Ibn Ali. There's a, there's a beautiful verse in the Quran. لَقَدْ مَنَّ اللَّهُ عَلَى الْمُؤْمِنِينَ إِذْ بَعَثَ فِيهِمْ رَسُولًا مِنْ أَنفُسِهِمْ Allah has favored the believers. What's this favor? What's this gift? This this Rasul, this this messenger. And then Allah He ends the verse by saying, and one of the greatest favors, you know, Yatu Alayhim Ayatihi wa Yuzakihim wa Yualimuhumun Kitabu al Hikma wa in kanu min kablulafidalin mubin. Naam. He 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 recites the verses of Allah, he purifies you, he guides you, he does all this, and then at the very end, and before you were misguided, you were astray, you had nothing. So without the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, where would we be? Where would, would we be? And who you would know? you be? What would you who be? Who would you be? You know? So I'm, so Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. Ibn Ali, I've been looking at your Instagram. It's a very wholesome Instagram, I must say. It's like a, a very, of it's, it's a beautiful Instagram page. I personally, I don't have Instagram, but the way you've utilized your Instagram is, it's like a tribute mm. to your people, a tribute no. to the, the faces and people in your life. And I felt that that's such a beautiful thing to have that real life connection. You know, on social media, it's all about me, 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 you know, my face here, mm. my face there. But you're like giving tribute to all these different people. And that's a, it's a quality that has been lost in today's time. Was it ever you know? found? Was it ever found? I've yeah. never seen anything like that. I mean, yeah. these platforms are, you know, any platform to show the aesthetic yeah. you know, eventually diminishes the spiritual it's as well, right? Literally filled with ego, filled with ego. Mm. And it's funny that we have these social media, I guess, platforms to bring us together, yet we're only becoming more lonely as a people. Mm. And to see you maintaining that connectivity on the ground with your people, paying tribute to your people, you know, their struggles, what they're going through. They might not be, you know, the, the the poster child for the Muslim Ummah, but these people you're giving credit to them, you're giving thanks to them, and that's that's a it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful no. quality to have, to have that no. real life connection on the ground. And even in in your video, uh, one thing that really stuck out to me was, I know your father, I know your father, mm. and that's like, you know, we need Muslims like this on the ground. You know, away from social media. And I understand we're a social media platform, but we need to be on the ground. Can I share something with you? Mm. So, so, one of those kids, I said that I know your father. His father is serving life in prison for murder. That same kid, his name was Samir. He was just killed. Allah He was Allah just yarham. killed. La ilaha illallah. So, like, people want to talk about a viral video. Who cares? Who cares? Who cares, bro? La ilaha illallah. Allah yarham. That same kid that I'm saying, I know your father. He, 
and it, it was a few of them, but one of them that I was speaking to that I said, your father's doing life. That kid just got killed. La ilaha illallah. La ilaha illallah. So, like, who cares about the computer? Who cares about Instagram? Who cares, bro? There's, there's, there's still killing young black men where I'm from. And you know something? That There was another fight in, um, in Atlanta, in Georgia, right? There was a brother. His name is Tyrell Bing, rahimahullah. He was a Muslim. And he was a teacher, a school teacher. The very same week that I broke up that fight, Either I was the day before him or he was the day before me. Something like that, right? Hmm. Two guys were fighting at a gas station. He broke up the fight at the gas station. And then while breaking up the fight, one of the guys put out a gun to get to kill yeah, the other yeah, guy yeah. and they killed him. Yeah, Shaheed. Right? Rahimahullah Ta'ala. That happened Shaheed. the very same week that the video that I broke up a fight went viral. Yeah, it's real life, so The people that I know, the people that I'm close to, they'll, they'll say... You know, two guys broke up a fight that, that time. This guy's fight went viral and this guy died. Who's more meritorious, mm-hmm. me or him? Shahid, he, did, he didn't get Tyrell, Rahimahullah. He didn't get a million views or 50 million views, 100 million views. He didn't travel around the world. He didn't go study. Uh, uh, he, he's not studying Islamic. He's dead. Well, no one's well. talking about him. So, I, So for me, I can't. I can't sit here and act like I deserve praise. I don't. And that and that same brother Tyrell, his son Isaiah, was just killed. Yeah. yeah. Like two or three days apart from the time the kid that was in the viral video got killed. Samir. Samir, Nam. Yeah, Allah yarham. They died like three days apart. You get the point I'm making? It's real life. It's real it's life, real man. Life. Like nobody, like nobody, who cares about your Instagram account? Who cares about your Facebook? Who cares about your Snapchat? And there's probably new social media that I'm not aware of, but I know there's like more stuff out there. Who cares, bro? Who cares? Mm-hmm. And, and for me, like, I don't, I just want young black men. I want all people, all people. But the context that I'm in, where I'm at, who I can be most effective to, I want young black men to not just know Islam. I want young black men to know Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. You gotta know Muhammad, and if you want to go to Allah, you have to go through Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. There's no other way, bro. So uh, I just want I just I'm just mentioning that to say to the point that I'm uh I'm nobody. And I and I know that I'm nobody, right? And 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 that's not that's not me speaking down on the position that Allah Taala put me in. But you still love yourself. I know you love yourself. You talk about self love, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, right? I can't like you have to love yourself, mm-hmm. right? But I understand that. I didn't die like Tyrell did. And honestly, that would have been a better way. That would have been a better thing. I'd be a martyr, done, no punishment. I'm straight, boom. Mm-hmm. Right? But Allah Ta'ala chose this for me. And I'm thankful for what Allah Ta'ala chose for me. I'm thankful for what he chose for me. And I pray that uh, I'm successful in the position that he put me in. And I'm 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 pleasing to him and him alone. Mm-hmm. Right? I pray that I'm pleasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And I pray that I pass the tests that are put on the path to him. Right? And any mm-hmm. shortcomings that I have, I pray that he forgives me for them so that way I still reach him. Mm-hmm. And in saying all of that, I know though, I know I'm nobody. Nobody. So who I am, who my father is, who my mother is, it doesn't matter. It means nothing. What matters is who are you following? And we're trying to follow Prophet Muhammad That's what matters. And, and, and may Allah Ta'ala give us to really talk about it. I mean, give us to, to be about it and not just talk about it. I think mm-hmm. even coming from mm-hmm. the background of the youth back in the States, 
um, you see it's a prevalent issue, young boys killing each other over postcodes, small meaning things, the way that you looked at me. I know in England, back where I'm from, knife crime is pretty rampant. And over nah. here, there's actually just a couple of weeks ago, real life you know, gangsters. Yeah, family so feuds. Family feuds, spinning onto the streets or one person got killed, kills another. You know, it's just um like we said before, it's just a it's just a cycle. It's just it's just become the norm as well. And I think, you know, we always need to have that takeaway time to really invest in our communities. Sure. And I think the way that I've seen you and your talks as well, is that if there's a kid that comes up or whatever and you're delivering something, you're always playing with them, you're talking to them, you know? Because mm-hmm. that kid, that kid don't care about the darts. Mm. <laughs> that kid, bro, that kid could care less about what you're talking about. But, but he'll remember how he feels. Mm-hmm. You know? You know, my, my parents dragged me to the mass shit or they or they drag me um uh or they'll or they'll drag me um to the gathering. I don't want to be there. I want to go play soccer or football, you call it, right? I want to go play football. But if you make them feel uh love and and you help them connect the Prophet Muhammad so tell them so that long. when they get more far away from that fitra, they'll still mm-hmm. remember a time. Where man, I remember I, I went I went to a gathering, and and I felt love in that gathering. I remember right, how you made I, them feel. I felt love in that gathering, you know. And they may they not they may say man that you know that black guy was there, you know, like but they may not remember my name in twenty years, but mm-hmm. but he loved me though, right? Because because some because some of the people who helped us most, we don't. They it was it was through love, you know. It was oh. through love. Was I guess that's time. that's the sense of giving back to your community as well feeling embracing that warmth that you provide we gotta wrap things up we've had a a long time a beautiful time i wish we can see you in person and in real life yeah and may allah make us if we don't uh, if we never meet inshallah may allah allow us to see each other in jannah I mean, I mean, in the company I mean. of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wa shuhada'i wa salihin and the I mean. righteous. If you don't see us, please ask for us as ask well. Ask for us. I mean, I mean and me as well. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh ibn Ali. Jazakallah wa khairan. It was a pleasure. And you might not like me saying this, but like, subscribe, share, <laughs> hit the bell for notifications. <laughs> Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.